Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Schoolie Giveaway, presented, as always, by Schoolie Foundation. This is episode number 11. This is the unique podcast where we read stories submitted by our courageous community in an attempt to win the ultimate prize, a fully converted schoolie that represents not just a mode of transportation, but a vessel of dreams. Let's jump right into our next story. Jessica starts off her story with, Hello, my name is Jessica. I am currently 36 years old and living in the beautiful state of West Virginia. I've always dreamed of living in a home on wheels where I can travel and experience the world. Unfortunately, I don't think I'll ever be able to do that. My mother had me when she was 15 years old, and as long as I can remember, she was a drunk and a drug addict. As a child, I never got to build bonds with anyone because we were always moving school districts, really never had a home, living off couches and corner of spare rooms on the floor. She would meet men at bars and leave me and my sister with them for days at a time. It doesn't take much imagination to assume what went on behind those doors. I've always done what I could to protect my sister from the things that were happening to me. Eventually, state took us from our mother and we would spend a few years bouncing back and forth from foster home to foster home, and occasionally back to her just to have the system rip us back out. At age 12, I was finally placed with a family that would eventually adopt me. I had a hard time becoming acclimated to this sense of normalcy and dealing with the constant side effects of trauma I had endured. At 18, my adopted parents kicked me out. I was forced to drop out of high school with a 3.4 GPA and months before graduation. I eventually got my GED shortly after dropping out and tried to build a life for myself. I applied to and received scholarships to WVU. I would only ever be able to complete two semesters there due to a retro width I had to take because I ended up needing open heart surgery to repair an arterial septic defect that went unattended since I was a child. I had a few good years where I had my first daughter. Life was as normal as it was ever going to be at this point. At 23, I met my husband, who introduced me to drugs. By 25, I was a full-blown addict and was using drugs full-time. Over the next five years, I would find myself signing over my rights to all five of my children, losing everything I ever worked for, including my associate's degree in medical assisting and other associates in medical billing and coding. This would eventually put me $57,000 in student debt. I found myself on the streets, homeless, eating from trash cans at McDonald's and Little Caesars, where I met a sweet raccoon family I got close to in Little Caesars dumpster. I inevitably found myself in a situation I never thought I would be in. At least prayed never happened to me. I was selling myself for money, trying to survive. In the madness that was my 20s, I had been kidnapped, stabbed twice, pistol whipped. There were numerous times I should have not survived those streets. But I did. I had purpose. This realization started while I was still using. I had a massive spiritual awakening and stopped using heavy immediately. I was done. I wanted out. I didn't know where to go or what to do to get out. I prayed for some guidance out. Two months after this awakening, I was picked up by federal marshals on some charges of distribution and intent. I remember breaking down as soon as they got me in the car to take me to jail. I cried to them and thanked them. I was ready. Creator had heard me. Prayers were answered. This was the beginning of the rest of my life, but that wasn't to insinuate that this would be easy at all. While in rehab, my husband overdosed and passed away in June of 2019. A few months later, my mother passed away. In March 2020, my youngest son, who was with my dad until he passed away, ended up in the care of my grandmother and my aunt and uncle. They would ultimately beat him until he passed away. It was called the worst case of child abuse they'd ever seen. All of them would eventually be charged and sentenced to life for taking my son's life. Three months after my son Keaton's passing, my boyfriend passed away from a heart attack. My grandfather would pass away that winter. Then the following October, my sister was hit and killed by a drunk driver while walking. 
She was only 31. She was my best friend, the one I experienced all the terrible things with my whole life. I had finally gotten clean and was dealing with all the traumas and also experiencing so much loss in my first two years of sobriety. I stayed clean through it all, though. I became a beacon for others experiencing loss. I got deeply involved in my recovery community and shared openly and honestly about all my struggles. I devoted myself to helping anyone and everyone who was looking for a way out. Proud to say this February, I'll have five years of clean and sober. That's awesome. That is really awesome. Sorry, I got to pause right there and say, that is awesome. We are like two weeks away from that. That is awesome. Back to it. But I learned one of my greatest blessings of all time, forgiveness. I can honestly say I would 100% forgive the people who took my son. I have forgiven myself for being the mother that I was that put my son in this position. I have forgiven everyone who ever physically and emotionally hurt me in my adolescence. I'm blessed with all that I've learned and all that I have experienced. I have a brand new Subaru that I'm paying for myself. I've worked my way up at Lowe's to a pro sales specialist in the last two years I've been there. I've been talking about wanting to be free on wheels, to take my music and art on the road. I want to go meet people and have experiences. And having a schoolie would change my life. Please consider me for this opportunity. I've always lived in survival mode, and I couldn't imagine anything else more free than I am right now, besides having my very own schoolie. I make good money and would be able to keep it up, always have insurance. I would promise to be responsible and would always pay it forward. Jessica finishes her story with, Thank you again for this opportunity. Best regards, Jessica. Jessica, I want to thank you very much for sharing your story. It's touched my heart. I know it'll touch the heart of our listeners as well. And good luck on the giveaway and everything else in life. To all of our listeners, if you would like to submit your story to our giveaway, you can do so at mystory@schooliegiveaway.com. The email will be listed below. You can go to our website at schooliefoundation.com to see all of our programs and the initiatives we've been working on. While on the website, you can subscribe to our bi-weekly newsletter. Please remember to check out all of our social media channels to vote for these stories. Stories just like this one. Jessica, along with all of our other storytellers, need your vote. So go listen to all the stories. A special thank you to all of our donors and sponsors. Today's donor shout-out is Sullivan Construction from Washington State. Thank you, Sullivan Construct, for supporting our mission through your generous donations. If you'd like to donate to our cause, you can do so by texting 833-236-0322. Thank all of you for listening to this story. We look forward to seeing you in the next episode of Schoolie Giveaway.